You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Diakonia, a call to service. Diakonia is the Greek word for service. It's also the root word for deacon. I'm Deacon Jim Norman, Vicar for Deacons of the Archdiocese of Chicago. Delighted to be here with you to talk about our call for service as God's people, not just for ordained deacons, but for the entire church. I'm also blessed to serve with the people of Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica on the west side of Chicago. As usual, joining me is Deacon Dave Brensick, Associate Director for the Office of the Diaconate, who serves as a Deacon of Holy Angels Guardian, Holy Holy Guardian Angels Parish. How are you, Dave, in Brookfield? Very well, Jim. Welcome. We're delighted to have with us uh, today Father Kevin Feeney, who's Director of the Joseph and Mary Retreat House in Mundelein. How are you, Father? I'm very well. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here with us. We uh, wanted to take this time today to learn all of what's new going on at Joseph and Mary Retreat House and, and all that's new and, and kind of the direction that you're taking as the new director there. Uh, before we begin to talk about the Retreat House, we thought we'd take a, a little time just to get to know you a little bit better, uh, your experience and responsibilities prior to coming on to the Retreat House. Thank you. Um, so I was ordained for the Archdiocese in 1977. I'm a, a Chicagoan, was ordained for the Archdiocese. My first assignment was as an associate pastor at Epiphany Church in Little Village. I was there from uh, 77 to 83. And then I joined the faculty at Mundelein Seminary uh, from 83 to uh, um, 90, where I served as uh, director of spiritual life for the seminarians. Then I was named pastor of St. Sylvester Parish in Chicago, uh, Logan Square, Humboldt Park area from 91 to 2000. I came back to Mundelein Seminary as Dean of Formation until two, 2013. And I became the director chaplain at the Shield Catholic Center at Northwestern. Uh, it was at that point that Monsignor John Canary uh, when I retired from Shield, um, my senior John Canary, the former director here, invited me to come and consider taking the directorship when he would step down. And so that change happened last July. Wonderful, wonderful. And how have you adjusted to your new role, new responsibilities? Well, it's a it's a work in progress. I, th I think I'm still learning the ropes a little bit. Uh, 
what excites me is to continue to provide a place for people to come uh, to pray uh, and to find rest and find spiritual nourishment. Um, you know, part of the job is administration, and that hasn't uh, always been my strength, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to uh, learn that part of the job, too, and uh, I have a good staff helping me. Thank you. Well, Father, what's, we wanted to talk a little bit today about, you know, why should a person go on retreat? What what are some of the benefits of, of, of retreats? Well, I'm biased, of course, not only being director of a retreat house, hoping people will come here, uh, but I, I personally am sold on making an annual retreat. Uh, I do that every year. Uh, uh, so it helps to have a felt need for that. And I know that I, I need that and every person has to kind of, inf you know, um, discover that within themselves. Uh, but some of the reasons why one should go, why it's good to go, uh, um, over the door of the front door of the retreat house is a Latin inscription, which invites people to come away. So it's quoting Jesus, um, his, words to his disciples, come away and pray a while. Uh, and Jesus himself did that uh, to spend time with his father, with Abba. And uh, it's when we're able to come away from where we are, kind of dislocate ourselves uh, from our normal uh, place of work and, and our living space to just spend time with the Lord and perhaps with other believers, if you're making a retreat with a group, uh, to listen, uh, to pray. Uh, T.S. Eliot uh, had a saying from uh, Ash Wednesday, his uh, great poem, where will the word be found? Where will the world resound? Not here, there's not enough silence. Um, and these days, uh, I think people are feeling a need to kind of pull away from the busyness of life and the noisiness of life and to be able to hear what's deep within, kind of have a chance to bubble up and um, have a conversation with the Lord on retreat, be fed by the Lord, be healed by the Lord. Um, uh, uh, why should one come here? Well, that's available here. And as well as the beauty of the grounds, Certainly beauty speaks to us in wordless ways of God's healing and inspiring presence. Um, the camaraderie of a retreat that you make with other deacons and, and their wives is, is an important kind of benefit for those weekend retreats. Uh, but mainly, uh, I think it's, it's this chance to get away, rest, and pray. Uh, I'm, I'm sold on the importance of that, I, and, and that's what kind of gives fuel to my efforts here is to, to try to provide that for people. No, it certainly retreats, I'm, from my personal point of view, it always refreshes my spirit. Yes, definitely. Uh, sometimes I, I, I walk around the lake and I'm kind of filled with worries and um, you know, problem solving, even here. And all of a sudden, you'll hear this voice say, just stop. 
just stop, listen. And so I begin to hear, you know, the wind in the trees and the birds uh, singing and the, the water lapping on the shore. And uh, um, that's refreshing. Yeah. Now, at uh, Joseph and Mary, what kind of retreats are offered? So there's three basic retreats um, that we offer, and then their groups come in uh, to use the place and they direct their own retreats. But the ones we offer are, are the preached retreats, and that's what the deacon and wife retreats or the deacon retreats, uh, that's the format they follow. So there are conferences given by a retreat director that are supposed to nourish the listeners and then to direct them to prayer, reflection, and uh, when possible, discussion. So the preached retreats, there may be a few conferences a day. Usually the deacon retreat starts on Friday evening, so there'd be a conference in the evening and then two or three conferences on a Saturday and, and one more on Sunday morning. Uh, there are opportunities for mass, uh, etc. But uh, and, and the way I look at the preach retreats is this is an alliance between the director who is on for kind of helping people to move into prayer and reflection and the participants who are responsible for maintaining a good spirit, uh, you know, for one another, to pray for one another on retreat. The uh, second uh, kind of retreat we offer are silent directed retreats of various lengths based on the spiritual exercises of St. Ignatius. Uh, some new offerings are, are the 30-day retreats that, we, that are offered here uh, once a year, one for the spiritual year men in the seminary, and one that is run by a Jesuit priest, Father John Horn, in July that people can also sign up for if they can spare that much time. Um, uh, the final retreat, the kind of retreat is individual retreats that people uh, come here for varying lengths of time. It might be a day, it might be an overnight or a few nights. And uh, I would want the deacons and their wives to know that that's an option for them too. In addition to the, the annual retreat that you are welcome to come here for uh, your own individual retreat, a chance to pray uh, on your own. What's the uh, the best way of if want, someone wants to come on retreat, uh, how to contact your your office? So you can call uh, the office. Uh, Jen Cummings is our operations manager and takes care of the uh, the uh, reservations. Uh, and most of the men I think who go on retreat know her, and the number is eight four seven five six 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 zero six zero, and that's on our website. You can also register on the website, www.josephandmaryretreat.org. There's the, there's the uh, webpage up there. Uh, and you can, you can register online. Uh, if you have any questions uh, about the place that you want a personal conversation with, please call me or Jen uh, at any time, and we'll try to respond to your, your questions. And you also mentioned that there are outside groups that also can come in, too, if they need to book a weekend for a retreat or an overnight. Yes, for example, we have an RCIA group uh, coming this weekend. 
Um, Father Jose Siquiera is leading it, uh, about 25 people. Uh, we have parish staffs coming, uh, leadership groups doing a, a, a day or, or more of retreat. Right now we have seminarians, deacons, transitional deacons who are uh, for the Diocese of Madison in Wisconsin. They're doing their pre-ordination retreat. It's a silence retreat this week. But yeah, we have women's groups, men's groups, um, and usually they follow their own format. Mm -hmm. We provide several retreats for priests, bishops, deacons and wives and deacons over the course of the year that we either direct ourselves, that, that we being Father Canary or I, or someone we would recruit to be the director. Um, uh, but for the other groups, usually they bring in their own staff. In the course of a year, Father, how many people visit the retreat house? Well, pre-COVID, uh, the last time we really took a, a close look at the attendance, we had about 5,000 people here for varying lengths of time. Uh, we think that we're recovering uh, after COVID to about that number. Um, so, and that's wonderful. Uh, what prompted this interview and a meeting that I had with, uh, with the leadership of the diaconate was some concern about uh, lower numbers for priest retreats and deacon retreats. So we're trying to get the word out of, about the retreat house and uh, respond to the needs that you might have. You know, if you, for example, as a deacon community have speakers or directors that you want us to uh, reach out to, to lead a retreat, please let us know. If there are certain issues um, that you want focused on, for a retreat, uh, please let us know. Uh, but that's that's where things are right now. Okay. Uh, we'll take just a short break here. When we come back, uh, we'll ask what's new at the Joseph and Mary Retreat House and what are your plans over the next 12 to 24 months? We'll be right back. Thank you. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 
312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. This is your 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. At my right hand or at my left is not for me to give but for those for whom it has been prepared. It will be This is Deacon Jim Norman. I'm here with Deacon Dave Brinsick, and our guest is um, Father Kevin Feeney, director of the Joseph and Mary Retreat House. Um, we were going to ask, what's new? If I hadn't been to the retreat house, let's say the last three to five years, what's new? Well, I'm new. I'm old, <laughs> but I'm new. Um, so I live in that paradox. Um, and, and so I think I, I bring fresh eyes to, to see uh, the needs of the place uh, because we're really responsible for offering a, a beautiful, clean, comfortable place. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited about the chance to build on the tradition that was set before me by previous directors and uh, under the administration of uh, Deacon John Lucas, uh, who passed away a couple of years ago, and Monsignor Canary, some significant uh, improvements were made on the place in the last several years that the deacons may or may not be familiar with in ter terms of uh, new beds, uh, new furniture, carpeting the place. Uh, there's a there's a new uh, prayer garden. Uh, on the 
west side of the dining area uh, that, that's dedicated to the late deacon John Lucas and has a, a beautiful life-size statue of um, the Holy Family. It's a nice place when the weather permits uh, to go out and pray and read. Um, uh, the uh, We have a monthly meeting. Uh, this is new with the uh, food service. Uh, so to stay on top of feedback we're getting about the meals, largely we get good feedback uh, on the food service, uh, but more and more people have special needs, um, dietary needs. There's a greater interest in healthy eating, balanced eating. And so I think this monthly meeting has, has um, uh, been helpful in continuing to improve our menu. Um, Outdoors, we are uh, taking down, you know, we've been dealing with some uh, um, oak wilt and we've been taking down some of the old dead trees and beginning to plant new trees and bushes and plants because uh, the uh, the outdoors is, is a big draw for people. It's just a beautiful setting, as you know. Um, and so that's it. Uh, providing a beautiful uh, and safe space continues to uh, to be uh, an important thing. Um, you know, I wanted to say, I'm quoting now uh, Deacon Rich Hudzik, who was here recently to give a retreat. Uh, he said, really push <laughs> push the, uh, the, the facilities improvements. He said, uh, uh, some wonderful improvements at the retreat house. It has been upgraded from a Spartan retreat house to something of a cozy country residence. Mm. Uh, Wonderful. So I'm sorry, I apologize to all the Spartans out there. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I can say amen to that. And that's thanks to the leadership of uh, John Lucas and John Canary. Um, so those are those are some new new things going on. Uh, there, there are the two 30-day retreats, which uh, are getting some traction and one is the one in July is open to the public. Uh, so those are new things. Okay. Are there any uh, things from a programmatic perspective that you're planning over the next 12 to 24 months? Um, I know you were maybe considering a, a group to provide some advisory group to provide some input and support to you. Yeah, I'd really like to pursue this. Um, uh, just more eyes on the place and more wisdom, uh, more ears to hear feedback we get from people. So I, I certainly would uh, am, am, uh, intent on doing that, forming an advisory uh, council, if you will, or advisory committee. And I would like representation from the diaconate community for that and certainly from the priest community and others. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we are uh, coming up to the 75th anniversary of the retreat house. So it was built in 1950. And I, I would hope to have some special programming, uh, historical pieces um, uh, connected with that celebration. So we'll be developing a plan for that. Uh, we want to install a, a gazebo on the grounds, uh, a prayer gazebo, 
it could accommodate maybe three or four people, but uh, just a comfortable place pretty much all year round uh, for prayer, for reading, uh, and a beautiful uh, addition to this place. We're trying to raise funds for that. Um, uh, one of the things that came out of the uh, meeting with the diaconate uh, leadership group was perhaps offering uh, a variety of experiences for deacons who may be new to the whole retreat experience, perhaps a shorter, you know, one day or an overnight. Uh, so we'll, we'll take a look at that as well. Um, and I, I do intend on attending the um, Hispanic deacons group uh, their, one of their monthly meetings to um, introduce myself and elicit their feedback as well. Wonderful, wonderful. If you want, I can give some of the, quickly, some of the uh, upcoming retreats for deacons. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and the time we've got remaining, we've got about three minutes remaining. Okay. So Father Zeke Sanchez uh, is going to do the retreat for Spanish-speaking deacons and wives February 3rd to the 5th, and that's always a, a big draw. Uh, Father Bill Zavasky, also a popular uh, retreat director, will be giving the English-speaking retreat uh, March 10th to the 12th, the title of which is Some Simple Strategies and Steps to Strengthen Our Spiritual Lives. Uh, Father Bob Miller will give the Deacon Men's Retreat, and he was well-received last year. Uh, Deacon Bob Puhala will give an English-speaking Deacons and Wives Retreat April 21st to the 23rd. Uh, Father Kevin Hayes will give the Spanish-speaking Deacons and Wives Retreat May 19th to the 21st. Father Miguel Martinez, uh, uh, September 22 to 24. Uh, Father Dominic Grassi, October 6th to the 8th. Uh, Father Marco Antonio Franco, Franco Luna, October 27th to the 29th, and Deacon Alan Tatara uh, from St. Hubert Parish will give the uh, Deacons and Wise Retreat in November, recharging your spiritual batteries. Mm -hmm. So how to, when you're not feeling like praying, uh, how to kind of take six simple steps to try to charge up the batteries again. But I just want to let everybody know that you are most welcome here and, and that I'm most welcome to getting your suggestions and feedback on, on the retreat house. And those retreats, at least at least the next the ones that are available the next uh, few months, there are still openings for people to sign up. There are plenty of openings. Yes. Great. And you'd encourage them to sign up online, go right online and sign up. Yes, you can sign online thing. on our website or by calling. Okay. Uh, do you note also on the website the number of spaces you have available and maybe when a session, uh, a retreat has filled up? I believe there is that function on it uh, where you can see how many spaces. The only one I'm aware of right now is uh, Father Zeke's. Uh, has 31 people signed up. But I think there's still room uh, to accommodate almost 40. Uh, okay. Okay. Great. Well, Father, thank you for being with us uh, on the show today. I appreciate everything you're doing, all the changes you've made at the retreat house, and those that you're anticipating to drive 
greater participation, more prayer, more reflection, and more spiritual growth um, for not only the participants, but for the Archdiocese of Chicago. So we'll, we'll be talking to you again, and we look forward to a long partnership with the Retreat House and the Diaconate community. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. like I have been baptized.